This this is the Impressions Exchange Podcast. Impressions Exchange Podcast. Where all topics impacting the graphic imaging and printing industry are addressed via in-depth news coverage, analysis, and timely interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Impressions Exchange Podcast. I'm Ashley Roberts, Managing Editor of the Printing and Packaging Group at NAPCO Media. I have some very special guests on today's show who will be discussing the upcoming launch of a new global taxonomy for the printing industry. Marco Bohr, VP IT Strategies, and David Zwang, Principal of Zwang & Company, will be here to discuss its purpose, potential impact on the industry, and its tentative launch date. Later in the episode, I will also be speaking with the one and only Mark Michelson, Editor-in-Chief of Printing Impressions. We will take some time to discuss why the global taxonomy is so necessary and how it could impact not just the industry at large, but how we as journalists write and talk about the industry. So Marco and David, thank you so much for agreeing to speak with me today on the Impressions Exchange podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Glad to be here. Same here. Yeah, great. Um, So talk to me about this taxonomy. Um, I know it's been in the works for a little bit. So can you tell me what it is? I, I think maybe I'll start, David, and, and then you can chime in. So uh, I think we have to look first at the genesis of why we're doing this. So about, oh, must have been a year ago now at this point, um, we were approached uh, by Printing United Alliance to see if David and I could help them come up with a way to create a new taxonomy for the print industry, the global print industry, not just the U.S., And the reason for this request really, I think, had its origins in the fact that our U.S. government is no longer actively tracking the print industry. Uh, The Bureau of Labor Statistics stopped tracking print jobs and the likes. And frankly, um, we think they're wrong. And we think they're wrong because they're using outdated definitions dating back to the 60s and 70s to classify things. And our print industry, particularly under the expansion of digital printing, has just broadened so much that we're losing that voice that we have as an industry in context of the greater economy. So um, Printing United Alliance said we need to get a uniform language so that we can get a better seat at the table. And we collectively, as as a worldwide industry, you know, can talk the same language so that we can now more accurately roll up data, we can size things, we can see growth rates, jobs, impact on the global economy, et cetera. So, so that was really the root of it. David. Yeah, no, that, you're absolutely right, Marco. And I think that one of the, the, the kind of the, this missing piece, this, this misunderstanding of what print is, print is really so much more than newspapers and magazines, which is what Kind of the, the 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 U.S. government, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. That's what they were tracking. You know, oh well, how many newspapers? Are, well, there are not a lot of newspapers anymore, and even there are not even a lot of magazines anymore. So they were starting to look at things like that and just and the volumes of it. And and obviously the print industry has changed. Volumes are down, but the frequency is up. And the and the and the types of print applications have increased dramatically. Um, you know, as we started looking at this and looking at, you know, what, how do we kind of help them understand what print is? We started looking at, well, what are the applications? What are the technologies? Because even, the, you know, the 60s and 70s, we didn't really have uh, production inkjet. 
Uh, we didn't really, you know, we, we barely had in the early 70s, we barely had digital, you know, in, 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 the, in the form of uh, photo, electrophotographic. So, you know, a lot of changes have occurred. So there was a, a lot of education needed to happen. So what we did is we went through a process to try to identify who some of the key stakeholders would need to be to participate in this. And so we invited, uh, and this is David and I, a, a select board of advisory members to join us on this adventure to come up with a new taxonomy. And, and you know, board members on this advisory board include the chief technology officer of HP, the uh, CEO of Epson America, the CEO of Hunkler uh, Finishing System. So we have a broad range of people who are contributing to this. We also went out of our way to make sure that we included European trade organizations because we really want this to be a Europe, you know, a global standard, not just a, a U.S. standard. So that was very important. So once we had the board in place, um, we then supplemented them with what we called uh, distinguished uh, experts and, and advisors. And so once we had sort of the major categories, we then drilled down to all these subcategories. And I think. David, I'm right in saying we have something like, I don't know, over 10,000 discrete subclassifications in the end of it all. Maybe it's not that many, but it's it's a huge it's, amount. It's huge. And 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 we and and this this these distinguished experts that we pulled together are really um, they are just that. They are experts in their field globally that we went out to and we said, hey, look, this is what we're trying to do. Here's a list, build on it. Correct it, edit it. What do you think? What, what is it? You know, uh, you know. What are you calling it over there? What are we calling it over here? And and try to continue to to kind of refine that uh, the, those discrete categories that uh, or products and 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 uh, and categories that we talked about. So so we came up with what was a, a I think substantially completed infrastructure right of this taxonomy, but in life, right? There's all these unintended consequences. And so we thought we've thought of everything, but we may not have. So to make sure we did catch it correctly, um, it's being pressure tested. And that's the phase we're going into now. And, and it was supposed to happen last year uh, uh, using printing United Exposition as the test bed. But of course, that went virtual, unfortunately. It is going live this year, and that's where it's being pressure tested. So we want to make sure that, you know, all the people who registered for the show can find the products that they're looking for. And we want to make sure they can filter it and vice versa so that the exhibitors can also identify what category their prospects are in and the likes. So that's the process now. Um, it will then be followed up by having a test internally at some of the trade magazines. Uh, to make sure that it fits their classifications and that we didn't miss anything, including printing.org uh, and, and so forth. Once that's done, then we're going to come up with some use cases and, and create basically tutorials and, and manuals, if you will, on how to use the taxonomy. Um, all of that will probably take us through about mid-2023. Once we have that, um, then we're going to go back to the advisory board and present it to them for, for their formal vote of approving this taxonomy. And the reason for having a board is we don't want any individual, whether it's David or myself or, or Four Bowers, who's the chairman and CEO of, of Printing United Alliance, 
to, to have a you know single decision making vote. This needs to have collective buy-in. So that's why that board is so important. And of course, we want the members that are part of this advisory board to also internally adopt it so that they can be lighthouse users of this taxonomy and, and make sure it isn't just a wonderful document that collects you know dust on some shelf, right? We really want this to be adopted. And to that extent, uh, David has done a huge amount of work in ensuring that all of the other key stakeholders in this process are aware of our efforts and are ready to adopt it. So, so Dave, tell us a little bit. About well, I think that's 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 a, that's a very important point, uh, Marco. You know, yes, we have to get the language right, right? It has to be in kind of the vernacular of the industry, of the global industry. All of the things that we're talking about here within the. The, the taxonomy itself. But more importantly, we have to get them to be able to adopt it. And that in itself is huge because each of them have already adopted a certain way to classify their data and their products, et cetera. And, um, and there may be some need, as a matter of fact, not there may be, there will be a need <laughs> for them to, to, to now take that and remap it against the global standard. Is it going to be a little painful? Yeah, not that painful, but yes, it's going to be something that they probably are not, you know, thinking about and looking forward to. When it is done, though, the advantages are huge because now all of a sudden everybody is 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 speaking the same language. We're able to communicate the same way. The uh, the, the the consuming public uh, in the form of print service providers, converters, etc. Those people are going to be able to look and find things. Um, using a common vernacular. That's huge. Well, and, and it's more important, uh, Dave, because you, you are really you know, prescient in identifying that in order for this to truly be adopted, we need the national standards organizations yeah. to adopt it. So the Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, GS1, right? ICS, there, there's lots of these bodies and, and you've laid the groundwork for it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've already been in touch with all of them. Uh, um, in uh, GS1 is ready when we are. Um, the uh, NAC, NACS, which is uh, or NASIX, uh, which is uh, kind of used by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, but it's a, a separate organization. Um, they're they're on board. Um, they don't update as often as GS1. GS1 updates their um, their standards uh, once a year. Uh, NASIC does it once every five, three to five years, I think it is. Um, so, but all on board, we've had the conversations and when we're ready, after it's gone through the pressure testing that Marco talked about, um, they're ready to, uh, to work with us to, uh, to, to kind of officially standardize each of the, the, the terms, the taxonomy, et cetera. So that in itself is, is again, very huge. And once that's done, all of the government organizations, not just in the U.S., but around the world, um, have can now have access to that information, so that they can um, uh, they can they can they can basically assign numbers to the value of their industries, their local industries. We can begin to compare them in a in a much easier way. Right now, it's kind of you you know you stick your finger in your mouth, you put look for the wind and see what comes up. Nobody really knows. It's really very, it's very, very loosey-goosey right now. You know, Ashley, it sounds, you know, very complicated, but, it, but in the end it is, right? The, the details are the devil's in the details. But 
in the end, this is incredibly important for the future of our industry, because if we indeed all have a uniform structure to talk about what's happening in all these various segments, and we can easily identify things, that's going to lift, you know, the tide, so to speak, for all of us. And, um, you know, this is a seminal piece of work. I think speaking on behalf of, of myself but, and also David, right, this might be one of the capstones of our careers. Wow. I mean, it sounds, you know, grandiose, but truly, if we get this right, and it won't be instant, um, we'll have contributed something that, that's going to outlive us uh, for years to come. That's great. I, I mean, I think, um, you know, the way that you've explained it, how much, what a thoughtful process this sounds like it, it has been and it will be. Um, and I think you mentioned, you know, it's not going to uh, until mid 2023 going then to the, the, you know, for approval from the board. So there's a, a long process of getting this really, you know, to the point where it needs to be, um, for setting expectations and, and, um, you know, having it be what it needs to be for the, the industry. I think it's just incredible. So, um, is it, do you have plans for it to evolve? So once it gets to that stage where, you know, it's kind of finalized and it can be accepted, um, you know, into the, the vernacular of the industry. Do you, do you expect, you know, in the future, we're going to have to revisit it to have Absolutely. it evolve with the technology? It's just, it's just a living industry. It's going to change. It's going to continue to evolve. One of the problems that we have now is that it, that it, it, in, it, in the standards bodies, it hasn't evolved. So we're fixed in 1960 or 70 or whatever it is. And we know that things are going to change. Technology changes. People, the, the demands are changing. Uh, and, and, you know, they keep following each other and they go faster and it's going faster and faster. So uh, we, yeah, we expect that this will be a living document um, and will uh, evolve as the industry uh, and the markets evolve. Ashley, I think for anybody who's interested, we would encourage them to go to taxonomy.printing.org. Um, that has a lot of the details in there. And we're thinking at the moment that will be the, the central contact point if anybody wants to alter or, or add to the taxonomy in the future. And, and what we'll do is at some point, there'll be somebody whose job it will be to, to you know, basically shepherd this. And when that happens, probably once a year, there'll be an advisory board meeting that will go through all the suggested changes and edits and will either approve or reject them. And, and that way there'll be, you know, it becomes really like a, like a governing body of sorts. And I can include um, information about that, the link that you just mentioned. Um, is that also where um, the full taxonomy will live if someone wants to refer to it? Uh, that's the goal. Uh, although, it, again, the, the, the taxonomies um, from a standard standpoint, that'll be more the working space. From a standard space, uh, it's going to be with at GS1 or at NASIX. Uh, that's, where the, that's where it's going to reside. In, in, in standardized form. So there'll be a, there'll be a, there'll be a time lapse between when um, the taxonomy on taxonomy.printing.org is adopted, changed, whatever, adapted over the, over the time. And then that has to then go back and the standards have to be updated. Uh, most likely people will, um, if it's like any other standard, and I do a lot of work in standards, if it's like any other standard, what'll happen is 
um, the people who were, have been paying attention will already have started to, to, to work within their systems to make the changes so that when it officially is released by GS1 or by NASICS or whatever, they're already ready you know, that, to, to, to move ahead with it and they turn it on. So I would imagine um, you know, you've probably had conversations about this with other people in the industry. Have you had any feedback on, on how people are feeling about um, something like this being created? Yeah, they're all very hungry. They want it to be now. They, they, they really do. I mean, I, I get calls. And I'm sure you would do too, Marco. It's like, oh, isn't it done? Yet? Is it done yet? Is it done yet? You know, <laughs> uh, and it's, it's, it's hard because it is that much in need. The need is there. It's just that, you know, we can't put it out before it's baked. Yeah, the problem is if, if you know, people start adopting a piecemeal now and it alters, then they're going to have to go and completely revisit it. So it's better, you know, however much pressure is to, to, you know, as David says, fully bake it in first, yeah. rather than having to reinvent the wheel later, if, if you're somebody who's going to adopt this. Yeah, I've, again, we've seen this in standards development in the past, where, as I told you, you know, when you're involved in the process, you kind of know what the answer is before everybody else does. So you start making changes, and then something happens. And at the last minute, now you've made the change, they're not, the change is different and, and you have to redo the work and it's just, it's not pretty. So um, obviously you kind of, you talked about the process kind of going through this testing phase um, and obviously approval. So what does the launch look like, the launch date later in 2023 or? Well, I think as David said, it's it's not like a hard launch where, you know, obviously it will, once it's approved, that will be the official launch, right, by the advisory board. Uh, but the reality is it needs to be rolled out, right, into a GS1, the Global Standards Committee. Those are the guys that do all the barcodes, UPC codes and things like that. So once they have it in place, and that's when it will really start functioning. And, and so GS1 is fairly quick in updating standards, but the U.S. government, you know, once every five years. And, and so <laughs> uh, it's a living document. And if you think about five years in, in kind of printing technology terms, you know, we're in dog years, um, <laughs> that's, that's a long time. Uh, a lot can happen in five years. Well, great. I'm, I'm very excited for this. I think that this is just a, something that's been, you know, needed for a long time. Um, is there anything else that you would want to say about it? No, I, I think if anybody has something that they want to contribute, you know, please come, come back to David, myself, look on the uh, website and, and, you know, participate. It, it's, you know, it's not a unilateral standard. This is a true collaborative effort. Great advice. And I will include um, the link below. And also I can include your um, contact information for our listeners. Um, and I thank you again so much for joining me today. And I hope to have you back on a future episode. All right. Thank, Thank you, Ashley. Stick around because you won't want to miss my discussion with Mark Michelson. Want to join the entire printing industry in Vegas? Printing United Expo, taking place October 19th to the 21st, will span two halls of the Las Vegas Convention Center, encompassing 1 million gross square feet of booth space, all focused on print and supporting the industry. If you're looking for new equipment, networking, or education, Printing United Expo has you covered. Grab your team and explore aisles and aisles stacked with printing equipment, 
solutions, trends, and exhibitors ready to show you the latest and greatest in the industry. Save the date and head to printingunited.com to register today. So, hey, Mark, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to speak with me on today's podcast. Um, You know, we've worked together for the last seven years, um, but I know you've been in the industry a little bit longer. Um, I'm sure our listeners, many of them are already familiar with you, but can you just kind of remind me how many years have you been working in the printing industry? Um, I'm a a little embarrassed to say it, or I guess I should be proud to say it. Um, 40 and it's getting closer to 41 than I went to to 40. So uh, it's hard to believe. That's incredible. It's incredible. Um, And I know you're just a wealth of knowledge. So that's why I was very excited to have you on today's show. Um, So as you know, I spoke with Marco and David um, and we talked about this global taxonomy that they're working on. So um, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is that you know, they talk about the genesis of the global taxonomy and kind of the general misunderstanding of what print really is and the evolution of the printing industry over the you know past decades that have led us to this point. Um, and as you mentioned, you've been, you know, in the industry, writing about the industry for almost 41 years. So um, going off of something that David mentioned, which was this kind of, um, you know, need for a better taxonomy because of this print evolution. Um, Why do you think that this taxonomy matters? And do you believe that it'll more accurately help reflect the size and scope of the industry? Yeah, well, I I think it's a great endeavor because, um, you know, the printing industry certainly is not as large as it used to be. I mean, at one point it was the fourth or fifth largest manufacturing industry in the country, which, you know, a lot of people outside the industry wouldn't even know that. In fact, a lot of people in the industry may not have realized that. Um, so yes, it has gotten smaller. Some types of print have been displaced, but it's still a huge industry. And, you know, the U.S. government and even on a worldwide basis, other governments, um, they don't realize the size and scope of our industry. And, you know, there's so many segments, apparel, um, you know, the whole wide format uh, area has blossomed. You know, the future of industrial printing, you know, printing basic on any surface you can imagine. I mean, our industry industry is huge and it's going to get even bigger. Um, But there's unfortunately, there's this uh, perception out there uh, within the government, like the Bureau of Labor Statistics stopped tracking the industry because they felt it was too small. Um, so I think, you know, to, to come up with a taxonomy that's more realistic and relevant to some of the, um, products and technologies that are being used today. I mean, the the world of inkjet opens up endless opportunities. Um, so to have a more, uh, up-to-date taxonomy will hopefully help, uh, you know, just show that the true size and scope of our industry rather than something outdated, uh, you know, that the, the government, the U.S. government uh, tracked, you know, literally decades ago and never updated. Right, right. And I'm sure you've experienced this because I know I have and I've only been in this industry for seven years. So um, I cannot believe how many times I've told people that I am a, an editor, a writer for printing and packaging magazines. And people say, oh, like newspapers and 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 magazines 
writing about that. And I was like, no, there's so much more that, you know, people don't realize um, that are part of the printing industry. And I'm sure you've experienced that too, with people right. not really knowing the scope of it. Right. And frankly, you know, we, you know, you mentioned newspapers and magazines. Well, newspapers, especially, I mean, that's one of the biggest shrinking areas of our industry as, you know, online uh, news immediately, uh, people don't want to, to get that daily paper or, or even worse, weekly paper, um, you know, with outdated news because, you know, we're, we're the Amazon world. We want everything immediately. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, to look at newspapers and even printed magazines, unfortunately, you know, that's, that's an industry that shrunk a lot. Um, so, you know, just to base it on say those two types of printed products is, is, is very inaccurate in terms of, uh, the real size and scope of, of the entire industry. Right. Right. And, um, something that we had talked about, um, prior to jumping on, uh, for this podcast, you had mentioned, um, that you remembered seeing a list of, um, you know, things with applications within the printing industry. And there was some wild stuff on there. I think, you know, that kind of just shows that there's such a skewed perception of, of what the printing industry really is. Right. They were, they were tracking printed products that, that, you know, printers haven't produced probably since, uh, you know, the thirties or forties, uh, as in 1930s or forties. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's very outdated and, and it, it matters though, because, um, you know, government and politicians, they are going to appeal to and to give favoritism to those industries that they feel are big and powerful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfor unfortunately, that's the way the world works. And if we're thought of as being a uh, dying or a shrinking industry, um, it, it's, it's not good for us. Even I think on a global scale, and, you know, that's the other one of the other advantages of the taxonomy, um, you know, that it will be trying to incorporate things on a global scale because, you know, the printing industry in different parts of the world, different terminology, different things they might be measuring. And, you know, I think that will be helpful to, to us as a global industry, because I think our industry will become more global. Um that um, we're all talking, we're talking different languages, but we're talking the same language when we're talking about printing terminology. And so, you know, it, it's a monumental effort by Marco and, and David. Uh, it's, it's not an easy project. And, you know, I think as they discussed, it, it's, really, uh, it's really a project that has no end to it in some ways, you know, it constantly has to be updated, um, you know. Um, and, but, you know, I think, for two people to say with as many years of experience and so many things that they've been involved in in the industry that to, to, to reference this project is maybe something that they would view as maybe the top of the list of their legacy. I mean, that to me, that tells you just how important they see it. And, you know, hopefully others in our industry will too, that this is, uh, you know, just not a, endeavor just just for the fun of it that really will have long lasting benefit to to the industry and you know all segments in the industry and all constituents in the industry whether suppliers printers uh analysts uh people that track our industry 
uh, even journalists outside the industry that may find more information that's a little more accurate, like, whoa, I didn't realize that, you know, right. the industry is as vibrant as it is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that was one of the things they brought up that it would be constantly evolving. And this is this is going to be designed to be something that's a working taxonomy and that we can keep updating as the printing industry evolves and flourishes and, and changes in, in different ways. So very exciting. Yes, no, it really is. And uh, it's 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 quite a, it's quite an undertaking, because when you start thinking of creating a taxonomy and, and all the uh, subcategories and, mm -hmm. you know, how granular do you get in some area, you know, areas and, and, and maybe not so much in other areas, it, it's, uh, you know, there could be some barroom brawls uh, yeah. in, in, in working, hashing that out as to, uh, you know, what the, the final taxonomy that's presented to, to that advisory board is. Right. Right. Yeah. I do not envy the, uh, the role and the, what they have ahead of them with this um because it's it's huge it's a huge undertaking for sure um but i think we have the two right people doing it because yes. just given their tenure in the industry um their knowledge and expertise it really takes uh people at at that level to to try to figure this all out because it's not a it's not a simple uh, undertaking right absolutely well, thank you, Mark, so much for uh, joining me today. And I'm sure I'll have you back on another episode in the future. Look forward to it. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah. I want to thank my guests today, Marco, David, and Mark, for joining me on this episode. And thank you to all of you, our listeners. Stay tuned for the next episode of Impressions Exchange Podcast. 